You're listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado, and you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. When we know not how to pray, God arrives. 
And God, who searches the heart, knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. For those of us looking for a formula, you won't find one here. Basically, Paul's saying that even though we don't pray so good, God still does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. So much for the prayer of Jabez, or the secret, same book. <laughs> I mean, we can grasp the formulas that make us feel like we know how to pray, how to focus our energy in the right way so we can manifest everything in our life we want, so that our loved ones will be safe, and we'll have everything we need, and yet we know it doesn't really work like that. No formula makes life not be chaotic and unpredictable. And yet, the Spirit prays in us and for us, for this is just how God works. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to God's purpose. So, uh, raise your hand if during some mind-screwingly painful crisis, like the birth of a sick baby, or the untimely death of someone who really needed to stay alive, or a divorce, or cancer diagnosis, or whatever. Raise your hand if a vapid but well-meaning person said something irretrievably unhelpful to you, like, God won't give you more than you can handle, or when God closes a door, he opens a window, or all things work for good for those who love God, anyone? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
about God and what God says. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? I have to say, when I was being bullied by kids in junior high, this verse ran through my head like a mantra. If God is for us, who is against us? But now when I think of it, now when I think of who it is who feels like they're against me, it's not that girl Becky with the feathered hair and the death leopard t-shirt anymore. <laughs> it's definitely me. If God is for me, which she is, then why should I be against me? Who am I to doubt the love that has been given to me? Who am I to want less for me than God does? Who am I to think that there is anything about me God cannot redeem? Who am I to think that the tears and darkness of night can never be replaced by the joy that morning promises? The very Son of God was not withheld, but was given up for all of us. Will God, not along with the Son, also give us everything else? God has given God's own self to us. Everything God has is ours as her children. Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. It is God who justifies you. God who loves you, God who calls you, God who's redeemed, and indeed is still redeeming you. And there is no condemnation. There's no condemnation. There is no condemnation. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecutions or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Will anxiety or addiction or depression? Will doubt or distance from the faith of our childhood or the crap we've done or that's been done to us? Will the disapproval of others or your own inertia or the weeping at night separate us from the love of God? Nope. In all these things, we're more than conquerors through the one who has loved us. No, in all these things, we're more than just those who have conquered the hard things in life. We are more than just those who have a formula by which we can strategically avoid ambiguity and chaos and the terrifying powerlessness of life as humans. No, in all these things, we're more than simply conquerors. We're something more powerful. In all these things, we're loved. For I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Death cannot separate us from the love of God. Not one thing in life, not one, can separate us from the love of God. Rulers cannot separate us from the love of God. And listen up now, because I'm serious. Tweets from rulers cannot separate us. When no doctrine suffices, 
And no Christian lifestyle works as a formula to keep away existential angst. There is still you, and there is still God, and there is still love, and nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.